Welcome, welcome to the slightly credible. I'm Abby, and I'm Shalee, and I started the podcast today. <laughs> How's life? Um, how is life? I mean. I want to be like, well, the pandemic happened, so like I'm not doing anything. But at the same time, I'm actually doing a lot. I feel like you're really busy now. Yeah, more than I was before the pandemic. <laughs> before the pandemic, I was just chilling. Maybe like I got anxious with the pandemic, so now I'm just like, let's do things. Let's do things. But yeah, I got a new job. I'm working at a country club. It's fun. Yeah, what about you? What are you up to? Not much. Still just doing pandemic stuff, trying to yeah. stay busy. I finished painting and refurbishing a desk recently, so... Oh! Um, yeah, that was that was like a fun project to finish. Just like working on projects and... Yeah. You know. Are you ready for today's topic? <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. What are we doing? A podcast or something? Oh, I oh, forgot maybe. about that. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe we'll get to it. Okay, so for today's... Oh, wait, I'm actually really excited. I forgot, because I don't know what it is. <laughs> so for today's topic, it's the second most requested, I guess, because Ooh. Bigfoot is our top request. Our second most request was the escape from Alcatraz Island. Shut up. So That's our most requested that. thing? Yeah. Alcatraz. Where is it? So it's off the coast of San Francisco. Oh, yeah, it's one of those tourist things. So if you go to San Francisco, you'll see signs saying, take the cruise to Alcatraz Island. And it is a, I think it's like a national monument or it's like a, considered like a state park. Here, let me see. A state park? Yeah, and you... That's weird. It's a U.S. National Park. What? Like Alcatraz Island U.S. National Park Service. That's hilarious. Well, that's so funny. You're sitting around like, oh my God, what's your your favorite national park? You know, I'd really like to go to Yosemite. Oh, really? You know, the sequoias are really interesting. Mine's Alcatraz. Let's go to Alcatraz. <laughs> like, oh my God. Like, yeah. that is not that is not a national park. That's so weird. It is really weird. Alcatraz Island is a small island. It's about 47 acres. It was originally considered for a lighthouse. So when Mexico owned the California territory, the guy in charge was like, cool, let's put a lighthouse there. We'll use it for maritime uses. And it has a lighthouse tower on the property still to this day. Oh, cool. After the U.S. took over, it became a military fort to store weapons. And then in 1859, it became a military prison. So during the Civil War, people that were... Prisoners of war could be sent to Alcatraz Island. And then, in 1933, the military turned it over to the Federal Bureau of Prisons, and it became just a prison. Oh. So no longer is it storing military items. Like, I think they were storing items there at the time. So instead, in 1933, they decided to put just prisoners there, and they built all of the... Well, they renovated the old structures and they built the structures that when you go there today, you see. Gotcha. It was considered to be the prison where they would send the worst of the worst prisoners. Yeah. It's an island in the middle of the ocean. The weather there, it's raining all the time. The sea around the area is pretty... uh, It's like freaking... It's like that freaking island that... 
um, in Harry Potter. Yes, like, yes. Like that. That's exactly what it is. Like his little island where they went so that nobody could get Harry, right? And then on his birthday, Hagrid comes and he's like, here's a cake I made. (laughs) Yeah. It it housed the worst of the worst prisoners. And I'm putting that in quotes because most of the time I felt like the prisoners that they sent there, maybe they're like just in my limited research, it didn't seem like they were always the most violent. It seemed like they sent the prisoners there that tried to escape the other prisons. Oh, yeah. Because it's like, how are you supposed to escape that one? Yeah. So it's yeah, that called, makes sense. It's also called the Rock. Like Alcatraz is also called the Rock. Uh, like, taken. We're shipping you to the Rock. <laughs> um, the Rock is already taken. You I ever know. Heard of Dwayne. Dwayne. I know. It's like Dwayne. sorry, but like there's him. only one Rock in my heart. <laughs> I think that the, like the most secure prison now, at least in the United States, is the Supermax in Colorado. Oh, Have that's you scary. Heard of that one. Uh, no. So that's where they put El Chapo. Oh. And he's, like, in uh, solitary, I think, most of the time. Like, I don't think Whoa. He's... That's, I like, keep... seriously inhumane. Solitary confinement. I keep waiting for his cartel buddies to come, like, break him out. Yeah. <laughs> he always gets out. Yeah, I can't believe he's still there. That's crazy. He's probably, like, the popular girl in the prison. Like, everyone's like, oh, my God. uh, El Chapo. Oh, my God. (laughs) Like, everybody wants to be his friend, you know? Like, oh, my God, I wish I was nearly as bad as El Chapo. (laughs) She's such a baddie. (laughs) Some famous prisoners from Alcatraz include Al Capone. Oh, hell yeah. Machine Gun Kelly. Machine Gun Kelly. And uh, Robert Stroud, the Birdman. So I was reading that some families lived on Alcatraz too. The Warden's family or like what? Different guards' family. Yeah, I was like, what? That's crazy. I didn't look too much into that, and I don't think it was the entire time that the prison was open as a prison. I think it was for just part of the time. Okay. Now on to the actual escapes. So there were fourteen different escape attempts attempted by 36 different prisoners. So most of the time, people would try it in groups. Oh, okay, yeah. Like Makes two sense. or three people at a time. Tag team it, yeah. In 1946, there was a group of prisoners who tried to escape via a riot. So they tried to incite a riot, and then they held some guards hostage, and they ended up killing two guards. It was bad. This was in 1946. The prison couldn't handle it, so they called in the Marines to take care of it. Whoa. Yeah. So, after reading about that, I was like, when I heard about this, the actual famous escape attempt, I was like, what the heck? How did they get away with this? Yeah. You're going to be like, what? (laughs) When I tell you, like, what? Yeah. I I think I remember seeing, like, a little, like, like, a little face-looking thing. Like, they made, like, a little plaster face or something. Oh, you do know about it then. Uh, Yeah, I saw, like, a plaster face or something. That's all I know. On June 11th, 1962, Frank Morris and John and Clarence Anglin. Wow, Frank Morris is nice looking, isn't he? (laughs) He's also got a really high IQ. He's He's an attractive young man. And then there was a younger guy that they don't have a picture of. His name is Alan West. And he was also part of the escape attempt, but he could not 
he will get to him later. He didn't end up actually escaping with them. Oh, wow. Um, were they brothers, John? Oh, I mean, not yes. brothers, twins? John and Clarence, were they twins? No, they weren't twins. They had, there were 13 siblings in that family. Oh, wow. It's a lot. So Frank Morris was the ringleader of the escape. He came it up with all the ideas. Irish Catholic. So Frank Morris landed himself in jail for bank robberies and possession of narcotics. But they ended up sending him to Alcatraz, not because of the bank robberies, but because he tried escaping from the Louisiana jail. And he did. And he escaped for a whole year. Like, he didn't get caught. Whoa! He got caught at another bank robbery. (laughs) So he went to jail for bank robbery. He escapes. He's out for a whole year. And then he robs another bank and gets caught. Like, I well, he's probably kind of like, he's probably like, well, I can get out again. He's yeah, like, that's probably not, it's exactly not, what he was thinking. It's not even that serious. He's like, I'll just do it again. Jeez. John and Clarence Anglin, they got put in jail for robbery too. They tried escaping from their prison in Atlanta. So they actually met Frank Morris from a previous prison sentence. Oh, cute. They're like, what's up, dude? You're, how'd you get here? <laughs> yeah, they also knew this Alan West guy, the other guy that was involved in the, from Atlanta. Like, they all knew each other. And That's so funny. And he tried escaping, too. So they were all buddies from previous prison sentences. So That's so cute. Yeah, that's so cute. It's cute, but uh, it is it cute. It's like, okay. oh my god, what are you doing, <gasps> Alan? You too? Oh my god! <laughs> this is the size of the cell, so it's about like nine feet by six feet. It's tiny. Yeah. Apparently, Frank Morris and the Anglin brothers and Alan West were all really good prisoners. Like they were model prisoners. They oh, okay worked in the workshops they abided by what the guards said didn't get cause any trouble yeah so they asked they asked the guards like hey can we get our cells next to each other <laughs> the guards were like sure why not what yes they why had would all- they say yes to that i don't know like let's if like- they come up and ask me that i'm like Oh, yeah, you know what? I'll, I'll figure out what we can do about that. And then I'd go to my supervisor and be like, yo, let's put these guys <laughs> as far apart as we can. Like, what? <laughs> so so the guards are like, sure, why not? So the prison, like, moves them all next to each other in a row. <laughs> By the way, this escape attempt took about eight months. So they had to plan wow. this out over time. Wow. But first step, get next to each other. Success. <laughs> they were probably like, oh, that was easier than we thought it would be. <laughs> exactly. Uh, second step, get on the maintenance crew. All four of them were on maintenance crew. Behind their rooms is a utility corridor. So it's like this hallway that's... Yeah, like pipes and stuff? or Yeah, and like you don't normally access unless you're on yeah. the maintenance crew. And you wouldn't really know it was there unless you're on the maintenance crew. Yeah. Or you're the guard. Yeah. Step three participate in happy hour so at alcatraz prison this like hard rough prison for criminals they have this thing called happy hour that's <laughs> it's, so cute but it's not like drinking it's everybody can play their musical instruments for an hour every day i love prison <laughs> 
<laughs> Why does prison sound better and more like <laughs> fun? And, I like, know, right? <laughs> it sounds so good. Okay, if everybody's playing their instruments, that means it's loud. And it's time to drill. Yes. <laughs> wow. You're That's so good just, at freaking out of prison. <laughs> I I just figured because of in Shawshank Redemption with the light the lightning and he goes every time the lightning strikes or whatever. Yes. Frank Morris played the accordion and during he would play it as loud as he could during music hour. It didn't matter if it was good or not. He was just going to wow. play really loud because they snuck out spoons and they found discarded saw blades where would you find them right and he even made a makeshift drill out of an old vacuum cleaner engine with parts that he found laying around the workshop wow so during music hour for an hour every day they would take turns drilling into the ventilation shafts under their sink and then they'd cover it up with a poster Basically, except they would use their instruments or pieces of cardboard. They made it big enough to slip out. And so once they would get through the hole, they'd be in the utility corridor. Wow. Now, from there, I think it was Alan West. He had this job to paint. And there was this area in the utility corridor that you could take a ladder up, and then there was like a platform. And he convinced the guards to let him store the paint supplies there. Not only did they store paint supplies there... They stored everything they needed for the escape because he was able to put cloth over it to keep the dust, quote unquote, out <laughs> of the paint area. They sound like probably very personable guys that like probably the guards liked. Yeah, and not only that, but I was thinking about it. I was I think because Alcatraz had such a reputation of you're never gonna escape. Like you can't escape. It's inescapable yeah the guards had convinced themselves that it was not yeah like nothing to worry about yeah so here's where it gets a little crazy they're hiding all of this stuff in that utility closet area right that yeah um, west has set up with the paint room well they hid 50 raincoats how do they not notice that there's 50 raincoats missing <laughs> like what the heck? like what i feel like they were just like on vacation or something yeah <laughs> So they took 50 raincoats and made a raft. They made a raft using a method that they found in a popular mechanics magazine. They ended up making a raft big enough to hold four people, life jackets for uh, all four of them, and waterproof bags to carry pictures and personal effects with them. Okay. So they made these dummy heads. Can you see them? That is so freaking creepy, dude. it is creepy. They made four dummy heads out of, you can see, it's like paper mache, like soap, toothpaste, concrete dust, toilet paper, and they used real hair from the barbershop on these dummy That's heads. That's disgusting. So on the night of their escape, they took towels, stuffed them under their blankets, and put the dummy heads like they were sleeping in their beds. So the guards had no idea they were missing. That is so creepy looking. They go out the ventilation shaft... Then they have to go upstairs. They had to lift off vent cover on the roof. And they topple that over. The guards heard it, but they didn't think anything of it. They were like, oh, that's weird. Loud bang. Nobody went to investigate it. That's weird. 
Then they have to take all this stuff. So they're taking their raft, their life jackets, everything off the roof, down a pole. And they had planned this out. Like they knew exactly where to position themselves so that the guard tower wouldn't see them. Now, one thing that I think that they didn't think through, I don't think they thought through where the currents were going to take them. And we'll get to that in a minute. Yeah. But another part of the escape plan didn't work. Alan West, who was supposed to escape with them, he drilled the hole and then he put everything back. But he did such a good job that the night that they were supposed to escape, he couldn't get through the hole. Oh, whoa. So he got left behind. (gasps) Yeah. And the reason that we know exactly all the steps they took was because... Because he was left behind. He was left behind and he cooperated with the FBI. So they ended up escaping after 10 p.m. And they didn't get noticed that that they were missing until the next morning. So what ended up happening was... They woke everybody up. They're like, get up, guys. It's time, you know, to go get breakfast or whatever. Yeah. And one of the guards was like, hey, get up, get up. And, like, poked one of the uh, dummy heads. And it rolls off the bed and breaks. It's that one that, it's like the famous one, the one that I showed you the picture of. That guard must have just stood there for, like, five minutes, like, oh, my God. That's what I would have thought. Like, yeah. Like, okay, first of all, I would be freaked out that I killed him. Yeah, like, seriously. Death. Like, uh. <laughs> and then I'd be like, oh my gosh, I'm in so much trouble. They're not in their beds. Yeah. So after that, like, it was an all out manhunt. Wow. Now, I'm going to read part of this from Wikipedia. The escape was not discovered until the morning of June 12th, 1962, due to the successful dummy head ruse. At the time of the escape, Warden Blackwell was on vacation. So he pl- they planned this out pretty good. And he did not believe the men could have survived the waters and made it to shore. Yeah, that's what I would In a think. joint effort, multiple military and law enforcement agencies conducted an extensive air, sea, and land search over the next 10 days. But they never found the raft. They found a couple of the bags that the guys had made and a paddle that the guys had made. Oh. But pretty much nothing else. Okay. So, the FBI was like, okay, they probably drowned. Yeah. However, there are lots of people who believe they made it. Really? Yeah. Even today, there's like a triathlon event where people will swim. Just swim. No raft. They'll swim. Because it's only like a mile and a quarter from Alcatraz to the mainland. Oh, I could do that. Yeah. Like, you could do it probably in your sleep. Yeah. But some people are like, well, the water would have been too cold or the currents would have taken them out to sea. Maybe. Mm. And those are all valid points. But I don't think it's impossible because hundreds of people do it every year. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure they could do it. So they might have made it. Now. Yeah, for sure. I didn't know the island was so close. Yeah. That that's what I was confused about too. When I was reading, I was like, "Wait, it's only a mile!" Like I yeah, swam that's that like far. nothing. Yeah, that's and easy. I'm not a swimmer, so I think what happened was they didn't reach Angel Island. I think they ended up hitting one of those other smaller islands and going from there. So that's the mystery. Like, did they make it? Did they not make it? Like, yes, we, we don't it. know. Would he be alive today? They would be in their 90s. He should just come out and say he did it. He should just come out and be like, all right, guys. It was me. It was me. 
the case is going to be open until they solve it or the min turn 99 at which point it'll be closed because they'll be presumed to be dead so wow i think that the youngest one is going to turn 99 in like two or three years so it's really not holy cow holy cow prison maintains and the fbi maintain that they all believe that they drown however no bodies were found and there's nothing that they can use to prove that and i honestly think that they were more ashamed that this happened yeah probably embarrassed yeah they didn't want to admit that it was possible to escape by this time in 1962 alcatraz was in really bad conditions like the buildings were leaking like there was all these problems with the buildings so this happens and they didn't say that this was the reason but by 1963 in the next year they closed the prison down and they're shipping all these people off the island some interesting sightings of the men after the escape were reported family members of the anglin brothers occasionally received many unsigned postcards and messages over the years really yeah and their mother would always receive a bouquet of flowers on mother's day until her death in 1973 and Nobody claimed to have sent them, so they thought that they were from the brothers. What? In 1989, when the Anglin brothers' father passed away, two strangers showed up at the funeral home, and they stood in front of the casket for a few minutes, and then they left. And nobody was able to identify them. Like, they were, like, covered up with, like, hats and whatnot. So some of their family think that it was the two brothers. Holy cow. And then there were some people who had called in saying, hey, I saw Clarence Anglin in Florida. Like, there were a couple of different people who called in and were like, hey, I saw this dude. I saw it on Unsolved Mysteries. He lives on a farm in Florida. But they were never able to prove that it was him. Why would they tattle? I don't know. Snitches get stitches. Another reason that the FBI and the prison system don't think that they made it to land was because alan west had told them well once we got to land we were going to steal a car and then we were going to rob a store and leave but that night nobody ever reported a car being stolen or a store being robbed interesting a lot of people suspected that the anglin brothers escaped to brazil (laughs) a childhood friend was on vacation in Brazil. He ran into them, and he took this picture of them. They're by a termite mound. Holy cow. Now, the photo's old, and he said that he didn't want to share it until, you know, he didn't want to rat them out, but he wanted to show that they escaped. Like, after, I think that he said that one of the brothers had passed away, and he shared it after that. But some people think it's them. It really does look like them. It does, doesn't it? It's hard to tell because they've got glasses on. But the one on the left especially. Like the bone structure. Yeah. They look so similar. Like, it looks like them to me. Yeah, it really does. The bone structure on the one on the left is, like, exact. And, I mean, they're together in this one picture. Yeah, exactly. And then the other thing that I thought was interesting was one of their relatives said that the following evening 
that they got a phone call to meet at a park in San Diego. And they took their little girl with them, who was like nine at the time. And she said that it was like her Uncle Charles. And she'd never met him before or whatever. And her dad said, don't say anything about it or whatever. And they gave him some money. (laughs) So, I don't know. I don't know. I think maybe they made it. I think they definitely escaped. So I personally think that they escaped because I think their plan was well thought out. Yeah. I I get that a lot of people say, like, nah, they drowned. Because a lot of people who did try to escape, they did end up drowning. Yeah. Because the currents are really bad. But they didn't think it through like these guys thought it through. Yeah. So I don't know. Like, the whole thing is, like, it's going to be this mystery, and I don't think we'll ever know. I feel like... I feel like the picture's proof enough for me. I would like to think that the three that did make it out, that they made it out. (laughs) Yeah, I think they did. I think they did. If you were in prison, are you one of the people that would try to break out? I feel like I'd be happy enough being there. Like (laughs) What, happy hour? (laughs) You know? Like, I feel like I'd be, like, kind of vibing, like... I feel like I strive off of connection, you know? Like, I feel like I'll make some friends there and, like, kind of just vibe. Yeah. Like, I don't think I'd... If I went to prison and, like, I think I'd be one of those people that, like, when you get out, you kind of, like, don't know what to do, so you just go back. (laughs) You know? Because it's, like, I feel like I'd rather just be, like... It's basically, like, adult daycare. Yeah. Yeah, I guess in some ways it's, like, a a way of living... That you could become comfortable with. Yeah. But I know that if I was in prison, I would try to escape. Like, every day I'd be thinking about it. For sure? For sure. I would be, like, trying to think of ways to get out. Trying to think of ways. Like, I'm just one of those We could be, like, roommates and you'd be like, God, I think I figured it out this time. And I'd be like, look, dude, let's just chill. (laughs) Let's just chill. Thanks, guys. Thanks for tuning in. This was an episode of The Slightly Credibles. I'm Shalee. Slightly Credibles. I'm Abby. And we'll catch you next week. Bye. Subscribe to the Slightly Credibles podcast.